Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode 18. 18. 18 of Fruit of the Boom podcast with your boys, JBJR and... Hey, it's Matt Sawicki. How you guys doing? Doing good, brother. Doing good. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, getting ready for October to be over here. Right. It's been <laughs> flying, man. Like, we damn near at the end of the month. Saying, that middle one, excuse me. So, it's we flying, dude. Like, for real, for real, man. Yeah. So, you know, we just had to... Um, Battle at blank, split, uh, blank space. Um, they uh, you end up uh, unfortunately, yeah, couldn't, couldn't be make there. it. Uh, yeah, I ended up going there. I checked the whole thing. I know, shout out to Rob Buda and uh, Am St. Louis, yeah. man, put on Beat Bangers Boogie 4. I love it. Uh, it was dope. No, shout out to uh, the winner, man, Jackpot Hits. No, shout out to all y'all, all the other producers, the mastermind, man. That beat would be killing it. I know, right? So, <laughs> shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to all the competitors, man. Shout out to all the fellas of Blank Space, man. Definitely enjoyed it. Definitely, definitely appreciate it. You know. Spade, I'm going to holler at you. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and get to this episode, though. But, uh, we got my man right here, the recent winner of the October Fresh Produce. Yo, yo, yo. Soulful producer. Yeah, man. Dope-ass remixer. <laughs> <laughs> this is my man right here. And a dope-ass sound man and engineer himself. No, we've seen him at church, man. No, the brother Nice. The brother Nice. Rock, the brother nice. Yeah. <laughs> brother Nice. So... Holla, my man, clever man. How can you? How you doing, brother? Hey, what's happening, man? Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? thanks for coming, man. No, no problem, man. Appreciate no problem. you spending your time with us today. Yeah, it's a nice, nice Saturday out here. Yeah, dude. Mid to late October is like 80 to 90 degrees. Right, it's kind of freaky, man. We don't die in winter. <laughs> So we're gonna die in winter. I just want everybody to know that winter is over. It's gonna be like fucking negative twenty. Man, like flash freezing Based shit off outside. What the hell is going on now? This shit is crazy. Dog, I know, right? It's wild, dog. I had to change. I had like a, a sweatshirt and a hoodie and shit on this morning, uh-huh. and then immediately walked back out at like eleven. It was like, oh, oh, can't do I know, shit. right? <laughs> Take some shit off. <laughs> So, man, we know I'm to go ahead and get you started off, man. I know you've been listening to episodes of the podcast, so, you know, keep it simple, keep it natural. That's how we flow. Mm-hmm. That's how we get down. Conversation. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and get you started off, bro, man. Just ask you, uh, first off, man, how'd you get into music production, man? Tell us your history. Well, uh, I started doing music uh, since birth, really, that I can fucking remember. My grandmother taught me how to play piano by yeah. ear, you know? Um, and then I went to school, middle school, got in band, learned how to read. Uh-huh. Like so, like first semester, learned how to read and write music, transpose for all the different instruments and shit like that. Mm. Uh, started out on flute, uh, and then I left. You know, uh, middle school, went to high school. By the time, in you know, like seventh, eighth grade is when I realized, like, oh shit, like I want to create music. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the talent to sing or hold a note. Sure, <laughs> you know. So it's like, what I really want to do, but I can't do that shit. Uh-huh. Um, so I started writing, you know, just like rapping and shit like that. But you know, I never really saw myself as the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was doing shit like on the old dual deck karaoke machines and shit. So yeah. Like recording the master on one tape, like don't fuck up the tape yeah. on the master tape. Uh-huh. Like you be like on song eight or some shit, and somebody says mm. the wrong thing, and you're like you, the whole master tape is fucked. <laughs> Start back over. Yeah, everything got to reset. Um, so by the time I went to high school, man, you know I was full fledged on like, you know, I'm just producing is what I want to do. When I do, you know, I didn't know that it was called producing at the time. Uh-huh. I was like, I just want to make some music, man. So I had a couple of people that was you know rapping and shit like that. We, you know, came up with a little group, and I was making the beats. And then by like sophomore summer. 
got a job, went to Guitar Center, and finally got to buy something nice. instead of nice. just playing on the shit. I got like a, a Yamaha remix sequencers, like one of them uh, tabletop beat machines, like this okay. little sampler mm-hmm. shit. Like, it was like $900 at the time. Yeah. Mm. And uh, my grandfather financed that joint on his credit card. And there I just you go. Paid him every week. There you go. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> there you go. and then the rest was pretty much history at that. Like, I just kept kept going, kept going, got my scholarship on Oboe, as y'all heard from the video and shit nice. like that. Okay. Went to Pine Bluff. Shout out to Pine Bluff. They homecoming today. UAPB. Shout out to them. UAPB. Uh, So, yeah, marched in the band, traveled, did all that shit. Just production and music has always been what the fuck I wanted to do. So it was just like, I just had to figure it out, you know, what it was, what route to take. Yeah. And then, like, who you hearing now, uh, it's my little cousin right there, one of the Souls of Liberty. So then once I finally started, you know, doing music for them, that's when it, like, really started taking off and shit like that. So that's what's up. Yeah. How long you been making beats for? Shit, I turned 32 in September, so it's got to be a good... Seriously, since about nine or ten, like I had like a uh-huh. a fucking uh, Casio keyboard that could only record six tracks, mm-hmm. two different songs. Uh-huh. So like, I was like playing all of this shit, like all the sounds. And people used to always go, "Hey, get so many sounds, you only can record like six things." Like yeah, it's mm-hmm. layering and doing a bunch of shit, man. So that's awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about uh you know since I know you actually uh, since I actually met you originally at church I actually met you when you were sound man at church mm-hmm. yeah. so tell me how'd you get into being in uh, just being a sound engineer for like things like churches like how did that come about from Soda man from, I went graduated Soda in high school 2003 uh-huh. uh, shout out to Mr Crone Mr Crunk uh, Mr Crone and Mr Kumpke on the uh, tech team. Uh, so like like in our theater and shit like that. So I just my freshman year I just wanted to look cool. I, I came to like the first auditorium session. Mm-hmm. I like saw the dudes with the little headsets and shit and the walkie talkies on there. I'm like, what the fuck are they do? Like, mm-hmm. I want want to do that shit. Whatever yeah. the fuck that is. And so then got into it because I was in speech and debate and the two teachers that did speech and debate ran the tech. Uh, section two. Okay. So you know, by doing that, got into that, and then started running lights and sound and shit like that in high school. And nice. so then, mm. by the time I got like to um, out of college, I'm working at Guitar Center. Um, I'm like running the pro audio department at Guitar Center in Brooklyn uh-huh. or whatever. And then like just start meeting people and realizing that oh, on the side outside of here, I can be making money. Right. Running sound. There you go. And then boom. <laughs> so that's there pretty, you go. That's pretty much what it was. It was out of like necessity. Like I got that was when I had my first daughter. I was like, man, I need all the money, yeah, possible because the guitar center pays like shit. Yeah, uh, but it's just like I'm like, I need everything. So I was in there mm-hmm. setting people's software up, like legit. People would buy complete and not not know how to uh, set it up. Are you serious? So, but like initially, wow. initially I felt bad morally. I was like, morally, is this right? Like, cause I could legit just read this shit, sit here. It says put in disc B. Right. Put the fuck in disc B. Like, I don't get, like, why. But I used to charge people $35 an hour to sit there and do that shit. And, you know, it's based off your internet connection. So. Yep. Boom. So, that, all of that stuff, like, sound guy and all that trickled through there. So, mm-hmm. I first met Sean at Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. Initially, I was um, uh, teaching him Pro Tools every Monday. Mm-hmm. So, he's paying me to do that. So, that was another little side hustle that I was doing. And then he came in Guitar Center one day and was like, hey, I'm starting a church. Okay. And then boom, <laughs> so that's how I was there okay. nice. from day one. So yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff just happens out of necessity. Just falling into it. like sound engineering, like for studio engineering, rather for we didn't have money for studio time. And right. Chris was the guy that had the whatever studio equipment. So it was like I had to figure this shit out. Right. <laughs> that's what's up. Really. That's the way the best stuff starts, in my opinion, honestly. Yeah, just as organic, man. Yeah. It's just that's that's the main thing. I'm big off vibes. 
Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So it's just when stuff just comes together, it's just like, let the shit happen naturally. Yeah. Don't, exactly. don't force it. Everything happens for a reason at the time that it's supposed to happen. No right, shit. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right, man. I agree. So what are you producing? Free Loops? Are you using... Oh, no. No. No disrespect to anybody using no. Free Loops. No. Uh, I just... I, uh, no. Um, I, now, I predominantly use Machine. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and then I that's bounce right. everything into Pro Tools or whatever. But, but... I am a workstation keyboard guy. I'm uh-huh. still mad that I got rid of my Phantom. Uh-huh. Um, mm. So I'm actually in the market. Anybody want to sell that use Phantom X6 or G6? Go ahead, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, I'm actually trying to get that back because I like the hardware feel of things. I love you know having the external hard drive with tons of sounds and blah, blah, blah. But I just still ultimately like to just... Maybe I don't want to sequence nothing. Maybe I just want to sit down and play. Yeah. And I don't want to have to set my whole fucking rig up not to say I gotta set up a bunch of stuff nowadays because you know it's a lot easier now but I just plug and go yeah right, much, right, right. that's why I'm anxious to get that new machine too because it's got the interface built on yeah it's, it right. it's a lot better I think I think yeah. they probably I mean they've had a lot of pressure in different ways yeah <laughs> everybody's coming at the head that Ableton push yeah, is Ableton all I'm seeing and the new NPCs you know right. my idol that's all he uses is the push so I'm like ah. Oh. I, I think about getting one, but I, I don't I don't really have the money to do it. Yeah, that shit's either. expensive. I, I still have um, a lot of the software I gained over the years from working at Guitar Center. Yeah. So I got like Ableton 8, and I like never load it and never do shit. It's just sitting on my desktop. Uh-huh. Kind of like for no reason. But then I always look at the videos of AB and the machine versus push, and I'm just like... Mm-hmm. It took me a second to get my machine flow uh-huh. coming from the Phantom. You know, right, my right. thing is I'm like a flow. Like, I want to be able to just go. Yeah. Because I don't sit down with an idea. Like, none of these ideas that you heard am I sitting down like, uh, I need to make a beat for this. You know, so it's like more of like spontaneous on the go. Totally. And if I'm going like that, if my computer, the RAM is maxed out or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Exactly. So then, like that Phantom or whatever, you know, hardware, you just going. keep it moving. Right, keep right. It, yeah. Load sounds without any issues. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Sure. That's pretty much the thing. I like I to knock a lot of shit out at one time. That's what's up, man. So, who you mainly, uh, who would you say you look up to, like, as for inspiration out there, like, as a producer? Like, I know a lot of people, like, you know, like myself, Kanye, P Rock, Just Blaze, people like that, man. So, who would you say? My ultimate number one, and I argue with my brother about this all the time, is Timbaland. Yeah. Uh, his number one is Pharrell. I think great minds think alike. They were in a production company together when uh-huh. they first started back in the day. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, anything else, any of the other friends that you grew up with doing shit, y'all gonna have similar, you know, styles. I love mm. Pharrell too. But I just think that overall, Timbaland is the reason, probably would be the main reason that I just was like, oh, you can do anything in this production. Right. Mm. Like the first time when I heard Up Jumps the Boogie, I was just like, it's not like the most prolific beat, but if you just like, pay attention and put headphones on and like listen because you got to listen to this shit with headphones yeah right, like, right, right. a bunch of shit going on like everywhere or whatever so like when i heard that shit for the first time it's like god damn <laughs> man, what the fuck is going on here? right you right, know right. What I'm saying? playing the bass like because that's a bass the main is like a sign bass like you know just that main little sound but it doesn't sound like that right you know so it's like god damn just listening to just the intricacies or whatever that way so for me it would be him Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, of course, I love Ye, you know, because the sound was just fucking crazy. Yeah. And just like the uh, cinematic sound. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Because you listen to his music, it's just like a fucking movie. Even before he came out with the, the Runaway Joint, like it was like everything was just like set up like. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're just on a, you know, a ride the whole time. Absolutely. Right, right. Uh, I wouldn't, I would be remiss if I didn't say Jay Dilla too. No shit. Yeah, man. Jay Dilla, you know what I'm saying, with the sample game. He's all of their favorite producer, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's right. fucking crazy. Respect, respect. Yeah. Um, 
even back, you know, now I see a lot of times they resurface donuts and stuff like that now. Mm-hmm. But when it first came out back when I was in college, like mm. re- first pass, like that shit was fucking crazy. Like who just rides to a beat tape like that? Like Dude. I used to travel. Like what, 30, from 31, one, 32 tracks or something like from that? From one yeah. to 32. Yeah. And be fine. No yeah. skip button. Just cruising down 55 <laughs> South <laughs> and just going. That's my fucking study guide, man. Like, if I a need lot some inspiration, stuff, dude, like, I promise y'all listen to Donuts. A lot of my techniques, man, come from Jay Dilla. I would say a lot of my sample techniques come from Jay Dilla. A lot of my sample selections probably come from paying attention to how Kanye selects his sample. Yeah, uh, I can agree with that. He, okay. um, his his selection is just fucking retarded. Yeah, definitely. You know, so but Jay Dilla's chop game is fucking ridiculous. Insane. It just Insane. vibe, vibe, It's just everything about it is just fucking amazing. So and then like I said, Timbaland with the abstract and everything like that, and then Pharrell with like the cool alternative. You know, it's yeah. just. And then to round it out, I'd probably have to put in Dr. Dre for the grit because sure. the mm-hmm. sonic sound of Dr. Dre's uh, music like that is just dope. Smacking so that your would, face yeah. shit you know? So I would have to add Like a face on the Mount Rushmore But that would be like my <laughs> You know what I'm saying My Mount Rushmore piece yeah. Respect, yeah. respect, respect That would, you know That taught me You know what I'm saying No, I feel you, I feel you yeah. I respect that list Definitely, definitely So you you play your beats uh, You play all of them Um when you start Do you usually start with Like a melody Or are you starting With a drum uh, I always line? start with the melody Melodies Don't get yourself yeah, Locked talking, into something You can't make well, a, a well, good melody thing, to Well huh? that too Or just mainly because I like instrumentation Yeah mm-hmm. And so I've been told All the time Like my drums need Work That's always the The critique of my Production or whatever And that's because For me I just want that pocket You know I just want a solid pocket I'm not a big Heavy 808 uh, syncopated rhythm hi-hat guy sure. you know and like everything that you hear on the radio right now no knock to that you know what I'm saying because I like that shit too when I'm in a certain zone but for me I just like the groove I like the vibe like yeah. I need shit to just like be a flow to it you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. an arrangement you know not just of course there are loops you know there are loops that I created but I want you to be able to listen to it as if like oh shit did he just play this straight through? Like, is it like a band playing this shit? Like, yeah, like, right, right, right. So that's just always my objective. So you know, I start with melodies first, or I'll start with a sample and chop the sample and uh-huh. chop different loops of the sample and figure out which pieces that I want to go with. You know, and then it might produce like several different you know breakdowns uh-huh. to that particular track. Sure. Or somebody else might just hear it and just be like, I just want that part. Right. You know, so it's just like a sketch pad, really. Totally. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what's up. So when you're flipping samples, what kind of samples are you looking at usually? Uh, anything from the 80s beat back. Uh-huh. You know, so that's pretty much what I like. I like a lot of 70s alternative um, rock. Um, I like a lot of classical stuff, too. Uh-huh. Uh, so a lot of my beats have a lot of classical flips in it that nobody even pays attention to. Cause unless somebody that's just like on that shit, like... Oh, he slid some Bach in here with some Tupac. Like, <laughs> what the fuck hey. is going on? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. So I just, um, it's really, like I said, the vibe. You know, it could be some shit that I heard yesterday that I might be like, oh, shit. Yeah. I want to put my spin on. Like, totally. just say, for instance, the Migos thing. Like, I just, mm-hmm. that was just hella random. Uh-huh. And I just lucked up on the acapella. Yeah. And they had the tempo and the acapella uh, description. I was like, it's like, are you, is God telling me to? To sample this right, right. Now, as that was going on, <laughs> it was like producer heaven. Like you go drop the acapella with no music in it, nothing, mm. not even a drum hit. Uh huh. 
and tell me that it's 127 beats per minute. <laughs> You're you asking go. me to make something out of this. Right. There you go. So that's, that's actually a perfect segue, as a matter of fact, since uh, you like love using acapellas and I've heard your stuff online, man. And kudos to you, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. So, how'd you get into using uh, acapellas on, on just the remix game? Like, we're hearing a lot of stuff, like, right now. There are basically remixes that you pretty much custom made mm-hmm. with acapellas, like you just stated. So, what made you get into that and have, like, that kind of niche to start working more in that field with remixing? Uh, pretty much not having any artists. Really, because the souls now, they live in Chicago. Uh-huh. So, unless I draw, we can email shit back and forth all the time. But, you know, our major vibe is when we're just us three sitting down in the studio or whatever, and we just start some shit from scratch and just go from there. Yeah. So, it's like, for me, I didn't have the artist. You know, I reach out to certain people. But for me, I'm not a bug. I'm not going to pester you and things of that nature. So, if yeah. I send, you know, hit you up and you don't have the time, or for whatever reason, we don't work, you know, whatever it is. We, I'm still like sitting there just making tracks. I like a external hard drive full of tracks. I'm like, I want to put out a project. But right. I like I said, I don't look at myself as an artist. Mm. I can write, but I don't feel like I need to be in front of the camera, all in the videos. This is not my thing. Sure. Um, right. So I did um, a father remix. Are you familiar with the artist Father? Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. I did a remix of his. He dropped like on SoundCloud like a ton of acapellas. And it was like six of them or whatever. And then like one of the souls, Ryan, he sent me the link. I was like, hey, see what you can do with these. Yeah. And like, I just picked one. I can't, to be honest, I can't remember the name of it. It's crazy. It's the highest uh, listened to thing on my SoundCloud. I can't remember the name of the damn song. <laughs> okay. uh, but it's, I used the Shanae as the cover. I don't know if you saw when you scrolled oh, Yeah. Okay. So I did that. It's like father's trap, you know what I'm saying? But it's like kind of way outside of what I typically do. Mm-hmm. So I just completely flipped it from my per, you know, my perspective of it. And then Ryan ended up tweeting it to father. Oh, nice. And then he retweeted it. Tight. And then when he retweeted it, then that's when I'm looking at my phone. My phone's just like, boom, 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 boom. Like shit just going up like, that's <laughs> like over 10,000, you know, listens and shit like that. Just yeah. based off him retweeting it. So and I thought I was like, ugh. That's simple. I mean, I can do that shit. You know, whatever. So then I did uh, Jay-Z Blue Magic. Uh-huh. I was like, all right. People were responding to it. Not like that one, because, you know, probably they retweeted that one. So it was right. kind of reason with the buzz. But it was still growing really fast. Uh, and then after that, I did, I think, an Aaliyah one. They like maybe two or three more. Maybe two. And I was like, I should just do a project. And my brothers, like, we talked to each other like uh, each person is and shit. Uh, so my brother, was, one of my brothers was cooking at uh-huh. the, uh, the last battle. That uh-huh. was him out there with the uh, vegan barbecue. Nice. Uh, and then my other brother, Aaron, he uh, cuts hair as he cuts my hair and things like other nature. So um, they talked to me like I ain't shit. And I talked to him like that shit. <laughs> uh, so he's like, what the fuck you keep putting these remixes out for? You? What are you doing? Like, are you going to do something with him? You're going to put them all together as an album? Like, what are you going to do? I was like, put them all together as an album. So I was like, let me just do a fresh batch of them. Mm-hmm. And that's where Thrills came from. So nice. I was just like, I'm sitting down listening to Michael Jackson, and that's my youngest uh, daughter's favorite artist. And it's crazy because she wasn't alive when he was alive, which yeah. is the weirdest shit ever. And she like knows Moonwalker, the DVD frontwards and backwards, the concerts, the dance play. It's fucking crazy. Wow. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, Thrills, Thrills. <laughs> and then that's just pretty much how the name came. And I was just like, I'm gonna drop it on my birthday. There you go. And I was just setting goals for myself because I would just mm. harbor a bunch of shit in my laptop and just never ever put it out. Right. All right. Um, so I was forcing myself. So then I started putting on social media. I was like, that's, it's serious then. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So uh, I had a couple of people in my circle, you know, just asking like, hey, so you serious? You put out something over I'm like, yeah. And then it just happened. So now I'm kind of like off of it now. Like I put the reels out, I've done the remix joints, like I'm going to go into the next thing now and figure out whatever that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was hella fun doing it because like I mixed some um, some souls with some music that you wouldn't, you know, think to mix it with. I mi- I have a joint on there called Cali that I, uh, that I mix uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, Biggie, and Tupac, Tupac or whatever. Yeah. All on the same track. Nice. That's what's up. It's lit. I got a couple of Beyonce remixes on there. I got this one here that you listen to, the Genuine remix. has got the souls on there. Yeah. All right. So it's just a bunch of shit that's just groove. You just press play. It's like nine tracks. Uh-huh. Press play and just vibe out. There you go. <laughs> it really is what it is. Do you ever make any hard copies of it or it's all online? No, it's all online. All yeah. on SoundCloud. So you can uh, go to my SoundCloud, Clever Shaw. Nice. This is my SoundCloud. Check it out. It's the top on my SoundCloud. Most definitely. Most definitely. You got any uh, particular stuff that you do, like as far as like what defines your sound to you? Do you like have any any signature things that like, hey, this is how my 808s are like this, or my I always use this kind of a bass, or is there anything like that for you? Um, like to put an actual name on it, or oh, just uh, a description on it, or whatever. Maybe a description. I don't know. What do you? Wh- how would you define like? Wh- what do you think sets you apart from everybody else? Music theory. Music theory? Respect. Yeah. Knowing your shit? Yeah. 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 Uh, Not throwing a fucked up minor second in there all the no, time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why, do, why is my ear hurting when this 808 hits? It's because it's out of tune right. from the entire track. Uh, that would be the thing I think separates me from a lot of, or separates any producer uh, with music theory knowledge from people who just pick up a laptop. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of how I look at it. Um, you know, there you have the, the Diddy style producer that tells you pretty much, hey, you play the bass, you play the keys, you play this. I, I like this, I don't like that, take that out. Yeah. And then that's a producer. Sure. Mm-hmm. Then you have the producers like me who like to just do everything. I can vibe with other people, but I just like to get in my zone and go. Yeah. And then right. hope that what I did is what you were looking for. And uh-huh. typically, mm-hmm. yeah. if you're good enough, then typically that's what it is. It's minor little tweaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's your clickers. They just hear what they hear, you know, mm-hmm. and then they go from there. Yeah. But I think that not to say, not each one is talent in each one. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Because it's different strokes for different folks. Just because you write with your left hand doesn't mean I can't write with my right. Yeah. Right. Uh, just, you know, I think that's where the, the debate gets lost a lot of times. It's like, oh, well, the people who use, like, say, for instance, the Fruit Loops. Uh-huh. The people who use Fruit Loops, oh, man, how, how the hell are they popping? And this and there's like, because they fucking heard some shit they liked and they did it you don't right. have to be a rocket scientist to be right. creative yeah you know everybody started from somewhere that's it so you, you know just i really don't I, that was a long ass answer away no that's a question. perfect no, 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 no. that's a perfect answer man I, we, no we love to explain <laughs> please please do but uh it's just really just that i don't think that it's anything magical that uh-huh. i do i always say that i cleverize shit just yeah. like my, my verb that <laughs> right. i put on the shit or whatever because you'll come to the session we'll record the song and then you'll leave and then the email you get is like, oh, shit, I didn't hear that when I was there. It's like either I didn't put a crazy-ass breakdown on that shit then or whatever the case might be. It's just, you know, everybody has their own thing. Totally. So it's just like, you just do your thing. Right. <laughs> and just stay in your lane and worry about that. So I don't really like a, have a name for it or like a description outside. I think I just Cleverize like to, It is probably Cleverize a good is probably the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like the vibe, man. So it's just like... If this 808 needs to have a fast attack versus a slow attack, you know what I'm saying? It's just based off of whatever yeah. the vibe of that song is. Like, on this tr- on this uh, project, I use more 808s than I've ever used okay. consecutively yeah. like, in tracks. Like, you go back through the Souls catalog, like, 
a lot of kicks that I made have a lot of depth to them, but uh-huh. they have no 808 in them. Like, sure. no type of tonal yeah. sound to them, whatever. So, even like this, the Beyonce uh, joint, the like theory is is what gets this. This isn't the key or the original of the track, right? Yeah. Right, right, it's right. definitely pitched up. It's definitely kind of sped up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then the theory allows me to be able to quickly know, like, oh, this is A, it is C. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like makes the process the flow. Or the process, like, as you're producing a lot easier and quicker. Because you know, yeah. you're not trying to poke around and figure shit out. You kind of more know the basics. And then you just go from there. Yeah. It's like, I know how to fucking drive. I know to put my blinker on, blah, blah, blah. It's like, so can I control it on the highway? Yeah. Right. Like, it's just more of shit like that. That's what's up. Yeah. You know, and that's important, man. Like, I, you know, I mentioned that in the past episode about music theory, man. I was like, how important that is. Like, that it shit. will really help expand your entire create creative mindset. I heard that shit, and I had a specific I agenda to come and talk about music theory. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and, that's, and I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. It was A-Dre. It was A-Dre. It was A-Dre. Yep, it, yeah, it, it, like, yep. it was a snooze fest. I took that some type of way when I heard that. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> theory is not a snooze fest, man. I'm telling you, you just go through the basics of it. Once you figure that out, like just that shit is just steps and intervals. It's gonna open your fucking world. Absolutely. I mean, you, you're gonna be able to play over those samples Only and things of that nature. Is because it's usually like eight in the morning classes, man. That's typically, right. And I said, right. If you need to, like I said, if you want to get any kind of even learning, if you don't want to send the class, YouTube, YouTube University. That's right? what I tell people all the time. YouTube, you got all their shit. It, on you'll learn every is. fucking thing you need to know. I promise. The I only promise time you. theory has ever been a snooze fest for me was freshman year of college because they wouldn't allow me to test out of pre theory. Oh no! Mm. So I'm literally in in class. With people with the same full music scholarship as me who fucking don't know what a half note is. Oh, man. Or a whole, like, legit, the, it's half notes and whole notes on the board, on the dry erase board. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, can I get out of this? Here's like, how a major scale I'm is. fucking arranging for the band. Like, y'all gonna play my arrangement and practice later on today. So is it a is it a way that I can get the fuck out of this class? There's no way. Shit, you might as well just been like a student teacher or some shit. That was I crazy. should have. That was the only yeah. class I sat in the back of. <laughs> after that second week, after I realized they weren't going to let me get out of this shit, I just sat in the back. I'm chilling. Yeah, it's no point. <laughs> and, and that one was at like 8.30, so it was like, huh, bro, like, this is like know, the stupidest man. shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you now just to uh, go on a different topic for a second. Let's go into the uh, B-Battle scene. So, man, tell us how you uh, actually heard about the entire B-Battle scene, just your experiences and just what you experienced just being around other producers and the guys at Fresh Produce, like just the overall feel of it. Yeah. Somebody tagged me in it in like July. Okay. I can't remember who it was. I don't know which battle it was, whatever, but it was. I just saw Fresh Produce. I had seen the Fruit of the Boom a couple of times because, you know, I, we were friends on Facebook, so I had seen mm. that. Uh, my news feed a few times. And then me and my brother, we came to the August one. I tried to get in the August one, but... I don't know. I just didn't get in, so I came because I wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. And, um, and we were sitting there. I was like, dude, that's the one Corey won. Uh huh. We were sitting there. I was like, fuck, bro. Man, shit. After the first round, when Corey came and sat back down, I told my brother, I said, that's the dude that's going to win. He's gonna win. <laughs> I, I predicted that. Uh, but it was just like, I was like, this is a nice ass vibe. Like, the atmosphere is nice. Yeah. The location is nice. Oh, it's incredible. It's just, it's calm. It's amp. It's yeah. like, it's all wrapped into one. That shit was just lit. We left. Like at the last round, we was like, shit, I gotta get in this mode. So the next day, I just was, I was Instagramming, emailing, like all the different avenues, and I wasn't getting no call back. I said, uh-huh. this shit is fixed. Like, <laughs> 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 How you not gonna put me in this joint? Whatever. But uh, I get in, 
And I do the September one, and I was just so confident. I was like, man, I'm gonna go in my first time battling ever. I'm gonna win the whole thing. Uh huh. Got kicked out in the first round. I no. Was like, oh, but your round was dope, though, man. The round, round was, dope. was It was like Rick Ross versus Rick Ross, dude. It was like it was a great fucking I round. I really enjoyed the round, and I think that I fell victim to going first. Sure. Because I second guessed myself. I didn't uh -huh. play the track that I said I was going to play first. Yeah. And I should have done that. Not Damn. to say that the track that I that I played was was bad. Because I was gonna play that one to too. Yeah, it just wasn't. Always follow your first mind. Hell yeah. So I can't. I was like, I'm not gonna do it next month. <laughs> I was like, battling ain't for me. I was just on some whack shit for a quick little like 30 seconds. <laughs> and then like my youngest daughter, she was like, did you win? I said, no, nah, I didn't win. She's like, you better get in there next month. Like she's six and yeah. she's legit like, you better get in there next month and you're gonna win and I'm gonna go. And my oldest daughter, she's like, I'm gonna put on the sad puppy dog eyes and they're gonna pick you. And blah, blah. Uh, I was like, it's not gonna <laughs> fucking work like that, bro. It's not, it's not how it works. My youngest, she was like, my youngest, she was like, go ahead, get in. So I did it again. And then I was even more excited because my brother got the chance to cook. Yeah. So like we have this whole thing, original family, uh, for the shirt that I got and things like that, where, um, you know, sometimes you have to build your own family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And these are my blood brothers. Uh, but over 20 years of friendship, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And nobody, between these two, I've never been crossed. Uh -huh. you know, we don't have any negative nothing. Yeah. So it's like we just combined our fucking families. Like all our moms call all of us sons. We call everybody. You know, it's just like yeah. that. So um, I was just amp off of that. Like he was there cooking. He's starting his, you know, original family smokehouse business. And then I'm like, I'm finna go in here, man. I'm finna kill it. And I did the sample rounds. Like, ugh, I'm ready. And then... <laughs> Turn out I won. Hell you know, yeah, man. Go. Congrats on that. I got to go against who I wanted to go against. I wanted to go against Corey. Yeah. That was one of my things I said I wanted to do. I want to go against him again because I, I really fuck with his shit. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of wanted to get back against Major 88 just based off, you know, knocking me out in the first round. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> um, <clears throat> but this shit was fun, man. It was just a fun ass time. So yeah. it was just win, win, lose, or draw. Like it's just, always, it's just something to come out to. You know, I'm always in the crib with the kids. Or, you know, throw, I like to throw house parties and shit like that. So I rarely like get out. So it's like some great get out type shit. No, like, I even think if I'm good, not competing, you know. It's, it's one like, of my only times out each month. And I, <laughs> I, I love it, man. It's really. You uh, look like you're having fun on the stage. Oh, man. it's a, I Absolutely. have a little too much fun time sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, man. Just sticking to the beat belt for a second, man. Uh, what would you say just to tell the uh, listeners, man? What is one of the main takeaways that you. Um, from fresh produce in general and one of the main things you learn one of the main experiences like i'm glad i came here i'm glad i learned this i'm glad i took this experience and learned and grew from this what would you say is something you took the away from biggest takeaway for me is the appreciation for producers yeah there we go that's my biggest takeaway from that that's the whole point and it's because like each level of this shit is very valuable right the creation process so you totally. know you've got Sometimes the rapper or the singer or whatever might send you a voice memo that inspires you to be able to make a track to that, or you might make the track and then send them and inspires them to write. Right. Mm -hmm. So those two levels are equally, you know, valuable. That you add the piece of the the engineer, the studio engineer. You know, some engineer, you make people sound from from shit to sugar. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's just right, like right. All three of those components are good, so I just like to see somebody actually appreciating the producers for yeah. a chance. Because I like the I just don't feel like they get enough appreciation. Not at all. You know, I mean, we're trying like, to get the rep up, but you know what I mean. It's hard to be a producer I mean, you got, and get it no is. shine. Oh, it is. Because I mean, it's a it's an expensive thing. A lot of people think that um, it is um, cheap to be a producer. No. 
Spend money to make money, man. That's you spend way more money before you start making money in, this, in this game. That's the truth. Um, and I think that if a, if everybody appreciated each role, you know, and appreciated what each person has to do, yeah, I think a, we'd have a lot more harmony. Uh huh. You know, between people, we would totally. have like producer rapper beefs, uh, stupid <laughs> shit like that. Um, so it's just like, hey, um, I'm making a track. I'm buying the equipment to make the track. I'm going to record you. I'm going to sit here and mix you, and I'm going to help my daughter with homework, and I'm going to do it. Like, there's a lot of shit that goes on involved with, like, this shit, you know, editing takes some time. You lose yourself. You can start at noon mm. and then look up. It's like 5.30. You're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All you see everywhere you look is a computer monitor. You know what I'm saying? It's like, All right. I just think appreciation for the producers was the biggest thing that I took from that, though. Because it's just like, it just seemed like it's like, oh, we all here. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all here for like the same purpose. Absolutely. It's right. like usually it's a room full of producers and people that are like very tight with producers, like either family or best friends or something mm-hmm. like that. It's mm-hmm. always a bunch of people that are super into what is getting done that night. It's That's what makes cool. this shit lit. And that play, that spot is, uh, is just perfect for Yeah. That. Absolutely. The Somebody last time was like, you guys just need to make it in a bigger spot. It's like, you used to be in a bigger spot and it was not as good as it is now. No, it's, <laughs> I, I, I didn't go. I never heard of it when it was at the other spot. Uh-huh. But I saw when I was on the website, I saw some pictures from it. Just yeah. from the pictures. Oh, it's totally different. It's a hell of a better vibe. Oh, yeah, way better. The, the only Monica. thing I, I in w- which your brother bringing food was like totally the key that, that it's been missing was that Atomic, we had food and it was awesome. I That's what it. the uh, bartender was saying. She That night was a good night for everybody. Just I won, he yeah. sold out. Yeah. He made the bar some money. She asked him to come back and do it again. So it was like. That was just an epic ass night. I think Absolutely. I, I won every paper rock scissors. Nice. So I was like, I'm winning this shit. It's there you go. It was meant for you to take it, man. It was meant for me to win. <laughs> there you go. So you got any strategy when it comes to paper rock scissors? You go, uh, you go. No, scissors I mean, first, did you or? see? Did you see me and Lexi though? Like, I mean, Lexi with the three eyes. Excuse me. Let's make sure. I put that <laughs> Shout out, out to the homegirl. Um, we that that video cracks me up oh, every yeah, single time. Oh yeah, you guys went head to head a bunch of yeah, times. Yeah, like we just every time we went back, back, back. It was like what the fuck. Dude, one, <laughs> it was one time at the old spot. I swear it went ten times heads up like that. It was. It, I mean, it was, it was mind insane. blowing. Wow. I was outside like losing my shit. What's funny is we were going like this. We weren't. It wasn't like we were going slow. It was no. a rapid pace. Yep. And you guys were locked lit. in, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you guys need to make some beats together, do some. Cold yeah, I beats. hit her up like the next day. Uh, so we're gonna actually sit down, and vibe at some point in time. Nice. Just figure out some time to make it work, you know. Yeah. I'm always down to collaborate with people, man. I'm not a uh, not an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, I like production. I mean, I got my style. We can mesh styles, see if it works, you know. Yeah. Just never know what the fuck you come up with because her production is dope. Yeah. So it's like I got dope production. Got dope production. Let's make some Great dope beats, beats right? Let's just make some dope shit. Yeah. See what the fuck comes from it. Hell yeah. Speaking of working with people, man, who would you say you want to work with in the future that's in the industry if you can work with any number of people, whether it could be a producer or a rapper or a singer or a band? Who would you want to work with in the industry? I got a producer be either for Timbaland or with Timbaland. Nice. That's one. That's the one. Um, Two, got to give Jay some shit. (laughs) Got to. Three, Gotta give three stacks some shit. There you go. There you go, brother. I'm talking about I need an album. At least half. <laughs> hey, good luck with that. Hey, good luck. Hey, I just feel like I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to risk my career and just post that shit before he even knows. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so him, I definitely like to work with him. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Him, I, I was raised off that, you know. Um, and I would... <laughs> 
I can't get this group together because you know two members are deceased. But I would definitely love to produce for Three Six. Yeah, right. Uh, rest in peace, Coops to Nigga and Lord Infamous or whatever. But I just I would definitely love to produce for them because that's just another part of you know the gumbo that helped me. You know, start my production and stuff like go. that and figure out my style and yeah. shit. Yeah. So. Right, right, right. You know with them. Man, in 3 6. That shit crazy. When Dog. the smoke clears. Man. That album. Dog. Yeah. Fuck. Are, what? Like, <laughs> what? That, that album there. Pioneers. Is, man. I was just like, I legit heard that album. That was back when I was buying CDs and had the Walkman, you know, throwback days. Mm-hmm. Um. But I listened to that shit on the bus, like on the way to school or the way from school, and it's just like every day I would just go home and I just had to make like six or seven joints, just based off of listening. That shit was just hella fucking like creative. Like to me, that's what I consider your club rap uh-huh. at a high level. Yeah, right. That's what I think. That is definitely separate from what they call the mumble rap. Like, oh yeah. So what is the club rap of today? Totally. That shit was on a whole I mean, different, I think like, it's a sonic level, that. creative yeah. level. I mean, yeah, it's like like the father of that, but it's like... It really is. It truly is. It's sometimes disappointing where the the new stuff is going based uh, off of that. It's it slightly. <laughs> slightly. I, I mean, it's kind of like in the 2000s when we had all that shit dealing with, you know, no disrespect to like the Soulja Boys and the D4Ls when we had oh, all that, that super the, shit. Low-key. That's my oh, no, you That's the father of the shit right there. That's what I'm right. saying, man. It's the social, well, that's that is the trend of the, the mumble rap, yeah. Of the the fluctuation in how things sound right now. But I mean, like I said, all of that stuff has a spot. When I am faded, I listen to all this. Totally. Shit. I mean, it, it's got its place. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think it'll last. It's I, not. It a, won't be in the in like the. <laughs> It's not the shit we're gonna send out in space to tell the aliens. For the time, that- <laughs> <laughs> time like, this is what we sound like on Earth. Right. Oh, it's man. like, no, you're not representing this. No, shit. we might send uh, AT aliens or Equimini oh, or something yeah. like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. I don't we're know what current not- record. Do you? What, what's your current record that's a big favorite? You got anything that's come out lately that you're like, current this is the shit? Rhapsody. I fuck with Rhapsodies. Oh, nice. Album, real nice. Tough. Um. That's crazy because it's really just her. I listen to uh-huh. myself a lot. Nice. <laughs> That's really what it is to myself or um or old shit. Uh-huh. Like I listen to a lot of old school soul. Yeah. Uh, Got a my favorite brothers soul. really hate riding with me because I don't really listen. Like we going out, I put on some fucking Isley brothers. There you go. Shit. There you go. They're like, no. Yeah. We're going out. I'm like, give a shit. Yeah, this, is the, this is going out yeah, music, man. I'm what the fuck are you talking about? I'm telling you, man, old music from like 40 plus years, dude. She do our parents and some of that shit, If I could just be a, Dude, this on. was the beat that I was gonna play first uh-huh. in September. This was the beat I was gonna play, and I didn't play. And I was like, ah, I should just play that. One. <laughs> hey, dude, all, like you said, I was going with your first mind. Yeah, always. But at any rate, yeah, it is what it is. Like I said, you end up winning. You end up winning this month, right? Yeah, no, this shit is always fun. It's just you know, as a, uh, I don't know if it's a Virgo thing or whatever. I just overthink every single thing sure no i don't get pissed about it like i wasn't pissed at all it was just more of a like well what the fuck like why did i lose what do i need to do why did i change my mind yeah why did i change my mind then i got my brothers talking shit my one one brother was like oh no you killed him with that beat that beat was and then my other brother that was cooking was like that shit was trash why didn't you play this you should play this you should like he just went out on a list of shit that i didn't necessarily deem better than what i played (laughs) oh man so i was like fuck bro Thanks, bud. <laughs> he hella beat that shit hella down. Damn. That shit was whack, bro. <laughs> I was hella feeling the other dude's shit more than yours. I was like, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Damn. And then this battle, every every round this battle, I would go out there. He was like, no, no, this is it. Yeah. No, this is it. I was like, oh, okay. 
That's another way. I was like, oh, well, I won then. The, the, the harshest <laughs> critic out here telling me that this is the shit. Yeah. So where can people find you at, man? Online, where was the easy way to tag in? You said uh, you got a SoundCloud. Yeah, I got a SoundCloud, so you can do Clever Shaw. For SoundCloud, Facebook is Chris Clever Shaw. Oh no, I changed it. Facebook is Clever Shaw too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Twitter Clever underscore ten k. Okay. Um, Instagram Chris Clever Shaw. I think that's all. I'm Snapchat Clever underscore STL eighty five. If somebody wants to get some beats from you, what's the best way? Through SoundCloud or you got stuff up there? Email or me. Email you? I clever. I K L E V A H at gmail.com. You I mean go. you can go to SoundCloud and check out my work, but I'm hella stingy with my music. Yeah. Um, and I just don't post a bunch of shit all the time. No, there's no Because it just to. gets to floating out around. You can steal it. Yeah, it's so easy. So fucking rip shit. Now uh, Come get some original shit from my now, man. Um the new iOS update you can video record, screen record. I haven't figured that out yet, but I see everybody else that's cool. That doing screen record shit is fucking crazy. The Apple is setting it up to where if you cheat in 2017 and beyond, just stop. Right. Because Apple, your girlfriend can set up your messages to come to her email. <laughs> this video record is is wild, man. Just chill out. Hell no. Hell <laughs> on all grimy shit. Chill out on all wow. grimy shit. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So, I mean, you can hit me up from all them different platforms, man. You can listen to my sound from SoundCloud. That is pretty much a gist of my sound. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you want to go further from that, like you want to hear more of just my pure rap stuff, uh, I would consider myself the Pharrell to the clips of the souls. So the souls would be the clips that I would be like the Pharrell or whatever. So, uh-huh. like, you know how like Pharrell makes totally different shit yeah. mm-hmm. for the clips? Right. That's how I am for the souls. So, like, this is like some soul shit right here that's playing. Um but it's like people always coming like I want that. It's like I can't do that for you because you aren't <laughs> them. I can right. do for you what is for you. Right. And it's gonna be the shit. Just trust me, you know. And then yep. we just go from there. Here you go. That's what's up, man. So uh, one of the last few questions I want to ask you, brother man, is uh, what kind of advice can you give people out there, listeners that want to try to get into music outside of music theory? Outside yeah, that's going to be my theory. first thing. You already outside, know. Outside, outside thing. of music theory. Pick up a pre-theory book first. <laughs> first. So outside, that's the major. So we're going to say we're going to include that. So if you can say what would be second to that, if there was a second, what would be like some good advice you give some people out there? Second would be research. Research. It's so many different ways to get to nine. Uh-huh. Five plus four is nine. Six plus three is nine. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can get to the same destination by your own path. Yeah. So just fucking research. Totally. Figure out what's best for you, what flows well for you, because that's when you're gonna be the best you. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You can't if you can't figure some shit out, you're not gonna put out the best product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't choose like if you've never produced before in your life, don't pick up Ableton. <laughs> Maybe pick up FL Studio. You know what I'm saying? Or pick up some shit that's like at that level. Go based off your level and just research. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need a big, huge fucking SSL AWS console. Right. Nowadays, you can probably just get an SSL channel strip and call it a day. Or you yeah. don't even need that. <laughs> you can do a lot of shit. But just figure it out. Don't go. be impulsive. You know, unnecessarily. Sometimes impulses are good. You know, you make a lot of uh, good mistakes in production. Like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to turn that release up. That. Oh. <laughs> Let me leave that release right Right. There. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, sometimes a mistake is good. Happy but accidents. Happy, happy exactly. accidents. Uh, but definitely research and just put your fears to the side. There's going to be a ton of people to tell you shit ain't shit. No, yeah, fuck that. In high school, man, people told me my shit was shit all the time. Well, uh, clearly, the time. Uh, what we're hearing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, and I'm, I'm like, I try to be the most humble guy, but I mean, 
I, you know, I respect my talent and I respect God for giving me the talent that he gave me and the ears and things that he gave me to be able to do the stuff that I do. But it's like, you're going to hear a bunch of no's, man. Uh -huh. you know, I'm still hearing no's. Like, I don't always get it right on the first track. Mm -hmm. uh, but you just got to stay hungry, passionate, love what you do. Yeah. And just go for it. But I would definitely say it's probably two steps. Theory and research. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that theory is going to help you because I, I think if I didn't, if I didn't learn, like, I knew how to play piano by ear mm -hmm. my grandmother taught me that so all through mm -hmm. elementary school and playing lean on me and playing uh dun 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 you know the the, the shit from soul food yeah, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> the shit that everybody that knows how to play piano sits down and plays mm -hmm. to show people they know how to play piano and shit yeah so like i knew all of that shit but i didn't know why i was playing e natural to e flat or whatever i didn't understand it sure once you fucking understand it it opens it all the way up for you. Then you're just like, you can make a beat off this table and understand. Then you can write it out for the orchestra to play it in five minutes. You know, it's just shit that you can do when yeah. you have that knowledge. And then when you go from there to then researching what's the best path for you, what's the best applications for you, uh huh. Unstoppable, man. Right. My daughter's six and she's gonna put out an album. So there you go. Hey. That's, that's and awesome. And she's producer. Like, she's fucking... It's just... It's easy. It's not... I won't say it's easy, but it's like, if, if that's what you're passionate about, like, she just knows, I want to be a famous singer. You ask yeah. her what you want to do, I want to be a famous singer. My oldest daughter wanted to dance first. Now she wants to uh, own her own salon. Uh -huh. It's fine. I'm gonna put in whatever efforts that I need to do to help her learn how to do that. Yeah. Uh, but that's what she's passionate about. That's awesome. And all her dolls show that. Yeah. <laughs> like the heads is all done and everything like that. So and then my youngest karaoke machine, all the Michael Jackson DVDs that she's studying, like just the music she can hear some shit one time and regurgitate it right back to yeah. you. So it's like just find out what's you. And then it's lit from there. That's what's up, man. Once That's I stopped up. trying to do like club shit, specifically just club shit, and realized mm -hmm. that, oh, I groove. Yeah. <laughs> then boom. Like that was just <laughs> it. You want the groove? You come to me. Yeah. There you go. You don't want the groove? You don't come to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, you know, it's simple. It's several different brands in Walmart. Mm -hmm. Which one do you want to get? Exactly. <laughs> It's a simple concept. People make it hard. There you go, man. So anyway, uh, one of my last questions, man, and this should be my final one, is uh, anyone uh, in particular locally that you have worked with or want to work with in the future or anything like that, did you want to go ahead and just like, hey, I want to let you know, I want to work with you, highlight me, anything like that, or just anyone in particular. It don't have to be, uh, yeah, anyone. That I haven't special. worked with, that I'd like to work with. Right. Not necessarily, but I've worked with, um, Several uh, St. Louis artists already. Shout out to Nafari Luckett because she's married now. Luckett, um, Armani Swayze. Uh huh. Work with her as well. Sean Lee. Work with him as well. And of course the Souls. Whatever. If I forgot anybody, I'm not trying to. I'm just you know I got some shit in my QT cup, so I probably kind of forgot, <laughs> but it wasn't on purpose. Uh, but I really don't have anybody locally that I'm just dying to work with. You know, I mean, if I'm willing to work with everybody, but I just don't have like a specific you okay. know, person or whatever. I'm not anti-local. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, definitely everybody come work with me. Yeah. Everybody hit me up. Yeah. Uh, so you heard it. And then yeah, but I mean, mainly I'm just trying to get it to the masses. You know, so just just the sound. Whether I got to do it by remixes, whether I got to mm. do it by my daughter putting out an album, yeah. whether I got to do it by the souls, however I got to do it. I just want everybody to hear it. Uh huh. That's pretty much it. That's what's up. That's the way to do it, man. Be prolific, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. 
ambiguous. So I think that's it, man. I think we're all all good. Is that? I think that covers all my bases. Covers I think the bases. you just covered all my bases. So, brother, man, clever. Thank you so much again for being part of episode Thanks for 18. Having me, Thanks for having me. It's a great time. Episode 18 is a perfect number. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and once again, you can catch us uh, on freshproducestl.com. We're Fruit of the Boom. It's our 18th episode. Thanks for checking us out. Absolutely. And also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Fruit Boom Pod. And also, if you want to try to get on the podcast, whether you're local or out of town, because you are doing uh, out of town interviews now. So we do web calls. So get at us. You no, know, just email us. At fruitboompie at gmail.com. So we got all the information on there. We also got on the site that Matt just mentioned. And also, uh, Fresh Produce coming up. Uh, November 1st. November 1st. So make sure to go ahead and check us out. You know, free all night for competitors and the crowd. Just make sure you're 21 yep. to drink. And that's the main thing we ask for. So come kick it with all the crew. You know, and just enjoy some good music and fuck with these producers. Yep. Have a, have coming out. We're uh, at the Monocle. It's in the Grove in St. Louis. Manchester and Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, Manchester and Taylor. Yeah. Right by the Grove sign, right at by Manchester Skin High <laughs> with that big ass Grove sign. That's that's where we're gonna be at every first Wednesday. All right, appreciate you guys checking us out. We'll catch you the next time. Peace. <laughs>